You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Payhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. My name, of course, is Alex Reamer, and it is Thursday, March the 16th of 2023. I have a big show coming up for you all today, including a guest. Yes, a guest. But before I do that, let's talk some NFL free agency. Why not? It's a dominant topic all week, as it always is this time of year, and it is uh, a time to shine for all of our favorite insiders, Rap Sheet, Shefty, Jay Glazer, Mike Garofalo, I'll throw him in there as well. All these guys that get on their smartphones. I saw that Shams Karania uh, last week posted a screenshot saying that his average screen time, you know, your iPhone does this every Sunday. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty sad to see how addicted we are to our phones. Mine says generally somewhere in the three-hour range per day. A bad week, it creeps up to a little over four hours per day, which is insane. I mean, that's still crazy. But Shams tweets out a screenshot of his, and it's like, your iPhone usage was down 25% this week to now an average of 16 hours per day. And it's like, what? Ah, But I bet you Schefter beats him. I mean, all the profiles written about Schefter, he takes his phone everywhere, from dinner with his wife to working out, uh, etc. Well... It also is a big week, not just for the NFL insiders, but for all of these NFL news aggregators that are popping up all over Twitter, and nobody is more ubiquitous than a user by the name of Dove Kleiman, and I say user, not person, because, well, we're still not exactly sure if he's real. The New York Post did write a profile uh, on Kleiman that ran Wednesday, uh, guest guest of the show, Ryan Glass-Spiegel, came out with that. And it, sure, says he lives in Israel, had a couple of pictures of him, uh, both of which were him, like, out drinking. <laughs> and, like, putting up, like, the the like the two, two fingers in one of them, like, yo, I'm here, what's up? And it's like, uh, okay, <laughs> I mean, but anyway, uh, Dove Kleiman, according to Ryan Glass-Spiegel of the Post, and we have no reason to doubt a sports media mayhem alumnus, uh, is true. He lives in Israel, as I said, um, and he's ubiquitous this time of year. He has over 150,000 Twitter followers as of this recording, 150.9K. Uh, his profile says, covering NFL news and transactions, recommended to turn on notifications, contact via DM, editor slash writer at Bro Bible, and the post piece confirms that Kleeman is a full-time contractor at Bro Bible, which is a uh, one of those sites that survived from the blog day haven of the uh, mid to late aughts, if you will. But anyway, Dove Kleiman. Why am I talking about him specifically on the show this week? Well, he caused a, he caused a stir uh, this week when he relayed a piece of news from Trey Wingo 
that Aaron Rodgers to the Jets was a done deal. (laughs) Without it, of course, being a done deal. Now, Wednesday on the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers says he's always intended to play for the Jets since he emerged from the darkness. And by the way, I mean, it's annoying as hell, but Pat McAfee, talking about making your radio show relevant in 2023, Aaron Rodgers, we all know he's going to announce his intentions after emerging from the darkness, speaking for the first time publicly. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. And everybody was certainly listening, streaming, watching that. I mean, McAfee's just a monster. Um, Personally, the style is not really for me, a bit too uh, yelly, uh, I guess. (laughs) But hey, it certainly is working for him. Good for him. Um, But anyway, Dove Kleiman on Monday relayed a piece of news from Trey Wingo that Rodgers was being traded to the Jets. His tweet was breaking in all caps. Hashtag Packers QB Aaron Rodgers is being traded to the Jets per at wing OZ. And it also had a big picture of Rodgers as well. So on WFAN the next morning, their morning show, Boomer and Geo, discussed Aaron Rodgers in the Dove Kleiman tweet. And Greg Giannotti went in. Quote, I don't think this man really exists. (laughs) He doesn't report on anything on his own, but he has about 150,000 followers. Everybody retweets his stuff, but he doesn't do anything on his own. That's what I don't understand. Everything that he puts out is something that someone else put out. And Kleiman is certainly a rabid tweeter. He told the Post um, that the real animus should be directed towards Trey Wingo. Because Trey Wingo, he says, is the one who incorrectly reported on Monday that Aaron Rodgers was going to be a Jet that day, that the deal was official. And he says he was just relaying the message. In other words, don't shoot the messenger. Quote, he said that uh, Boomer Esiason took a shot on him on FAN Tuesday because he was just upset that Trey's report was getting so much attention and took it out on me. Um, so, hey, I do like the attitude, I will say. And he tweeted about 60 times Tuesday, according to the Post article, and I'm sure the rest of the week his figures will be close to that. So you get the picture. Dove Kleiman is the NFL's chief aggregator, and these guys are popping up everywhere. They're all over Red Sox Twitter, NFL Twitter, NBA Twitter, any kind of sports Twitter. It's not just these insiders now proliferating your timeline with mundane injury news and transactions. It is now all of these aggregate Twitter accounts, too, that similarly to Dove Kleiman have really large followings. I don't think any of them reach his level. Again, nearly 151,000 followers as of this recording. But uh, he, you know, they have tens of thousands of followers, many of these accounts. And who the hell are these people are and who the hell are these people? And also, uh, what are they looking to gain? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, after thinking about it in a bit of a, uh, you know, in a bit of an introspective way, I came to the realization that, mm, let's say, 11, 12 years ago, a freshman Alex Reamer starting out in college, what did I do to try to get my voice out there? You know, I want to get into sports journalism, sports media. How do I get my voice out there? Well, I had a Red Sox podcast, which I started when I was 12. Um, so I still had that. I had a weekly radio show on a small AM station in New Hampshire. Um, I did student radio 
And I, uh, you know, I wrote WordPress blogs. I always was starting a new baseball blog, Red Sox blog. And that's what I did, looking to get my name out there. But if I were 18 or 19 years old today, and Dove Kleiman, I think in the post piece, says he's in his 30s. But if I were a younger kid starting out today, and I wanted to break into sports media, and I wanted eyeballs on my name, on my quote-unquote work, what would I do? Would I start a WordPress blog? No, I probably wouldn't even know what that is. Instead, I would likely start a Twitter account like this, follow all of these insiders and newsbreakers, retweet, aggregate their news, try to get engagement that way, and take it from there. And that's what I think guys like Dove Kleiman and all these other insiders, these, uh, these Twitter aggregators are doing. Ten years ago, you know, Dove Kleiman in Israel wants to break into NFL media. He would start an NFL blog. Now, he starts a Twitter account, retweets news, and that's how he gets his voice out there, his name out there. The difference is, of course, 10 years ago, maybe 10 or 12 people at most would have read the Dove Kleiman, uh, Dove Kleeman, rather, NFL sports blog, right? 10 or 12 people maximum. Now, 150,000 plus people are seeing his tweets on Twitter. Over the last year, he's increased his follower count from about 70,000 to nearly 151,000. And they do it by being quick. They do it by taking uh, advantage of the Twitter algorithm, which rewards things like tweets with photographs and media. It doesn't reward quote tweets as much for whatever reason. And especially this new For You tab that's uh, started ever since Elon Musk took over. I mean, so annoying. But the algorithm now is even more aggressive than it was previously. So someone like Dove uh, Kleeman's voice uh, Dove Kleiman's voice can get out there. And I know I'm going back and forth between pronouncing his last name. I do apologize. Um, I promise it's not entirely shtick. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, someone like him takes advantage of that and knows how to capitalize on that. And here you go. He's, du- he's more than doubled his Twitter following in less than a year. And hey, 70,000 people is nothing to sneeze at either. Um, so that's what people like him are doing. But here's the thing, you know, yes, Dove, Dove Kleeman now has nearly 151,000 Twitter followers, but what will that get him long term? I mean, all these aggregator Twitter accounts don't produce any original takes on their own. They don't break news. They don't add even like piffy commentary. Uh, he says in the New York Post, Dove, that He's promoted products in the past and been paid to promote certain stories. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if we're talking, quote unquote, influencer, having 150,000 Twitter followers is not that big of a deal. So, uh, you know, you get the you, you get the boost, the endorphin boost from the likes, the retweets, the engagement. But like long term, where is that really leading. It's it's hard for me to see that except leading to more and more Twitter followers. And uh, if you can make a living just accumulating Twitter followers, let me know because I would like to try it.